Hello, friends. Welcome to this year's first episode of A Pushing History. I'm your host, Thomas Lalo. And I'm your host, Landon Lagner. Today's topic is Jamestown. More specifically, the starving time, what led to the starving time, and ultimately what saved Jamestown. So let's begin at the very beginning, in the year 1607. Jamestown was founded in 1607 in the James River in the Chesapeake Bay. It was founded as a joint stock company, which is a business venture where people invest uh, into it without risk of become, uh, becoming bankrupt or bankruptcy. It was founded as the London Company, which eventually became the Virginia Company. The conditions of Jamestown were not ideal. It's very swampy. Disease ravaged the entire you know, swampy area. The water quality is very poor. It was definitely not a desirable place to be. The gender ratio uh, was six to one, male to female, so nowhere you don't ever want to bring a family. And overall, it just wasn't a great, great place to be. I want to dive into the um, gender ratio a little more. I think that gender ratio is very overlooked in these um, many conditions that were very bad for the Jamestown colony. But the um, gender ratio, six to one, male to female, it just doesn't provide you with um, enough to um, create the next generation, to grow the colony, to have kids there. It's just, they're all there to make a profit, basically. And that is really bad for just hope of expansion and growth in the colony. Right, and I think the, the idea of Jamestown was temporary, but I, it eventually became permanent. But the, the problem with Jamestown was that people were trying to mine and become rich too fast and then go back to the mainland with all this money, but without running the town. So they have more focus on actually making money than instead of actually living in the town temporarily. So they, there was no food um, and, and more focus on the gaining money. Definitely. Yes, um, these terrible conditions were definitely not ideal, as we have been saying, but the Jamestown citizens had to deal with them. Now, how well these conditions were dealt with was very poorly. Well, this takes us into why Jamestown eventually went into starving time. The starving time in the winter of 1609 to 1610 was definitely avoidable and has a couple different factors as to why it occurred and why it was prevented from total wipeout of the Jamestown colony. One factor would be the poor labor system. Uh, which had many breaks and people weren't really working too hard and when they weren't working they were kind of just chilling out and watching the other people work. It was definitely not uh, efficient and as if they were doing this as if there wasn't really a town that needed to be built and run. Another factor would be the desire for gold and minerals. As I was saying earlier, the six to one um, gender ratio is partly because of the desire for gold and minerals. These rich men from Britain wanted to leave the uh, mainland and go to the colonies to make a profit and come back more rich than they left with. With this occurrence, the concern for mining and becoming rich came before running the town, growing food and hunting, basic stuff to create a colony and keep it um, sufficient and running. This led to famine and the death of 90% of the population. Yeah, when you think, when you, when you hear that statistic, 90% of the population, about 500 people, it's a lot. 90% of the population was 500 people. So that, that leaves us really with about like, what would you say, 700, 700 people, 200 people left after the famine, which really led to, uh, there's nothing really to eat. If you're in the starving time, there's only 200 people running a town that needs to be run by 700, led to cannibalism, which is kind of gross to think about, but it, it, it occurred and that was 
almost another factor that kind of got them through the starving time was just food. It was just food that was that was left around. Uh, but Jamestown was on the verge of becoming another Roanoke, so, like so very close to, but it didn't. And there's a couple of different reasons we can thank for that. First, we have John Smith. John Smith was a storytelling colonist who took control of Jamestown and really helped them out of the starving time. His relations with the Powhatan tribe also gave help, but that, that's... Yeah, um, another factor would be um, John Smith and his um, famous work or get out or no work, no food style of leading. He was a zero tolerance guy, especially when it meant life or death. And his leadership and um, taking control of the situation and demanding certain tasks out of people and placing them in a certain um, level of expect expectation. Sorry, um, if they weren't, if they didn't do this, his worker get out phrase applied. He they got kicked out right away, and this kind of forced them to be part of a team, be part of a greater group, and perform more um, capable tasks. The other main factor to survival and the eventual success or quote unquote success of Jamestown uh, was one man and specifically a plant. Uh, the man being John Rolfe and the, the plant was his ability to cultivate tobacco. Tobacco became a very large cash crop uh, within the Jamestown region and soon became uh, around the entire colonies and then uh, eventually Britain. Um, he began to make a lot of money off of it and soon enough, an entire town was growing tobacco. From an economic standpoint, uh, this was incredible, incredible find. Uh, he eventually started trading with the townspeople and then started going back to England. Yeah, um, Thomas next will give you his opinion, but my opinion on the situation is that John Smith was more valuable to the Jamestown colony than John Rolfe. And looking back on it today, John Smith's um, his leadership and his just qualities of being a leader are the reason that John Rolfe even was able to grow and cultivate tobacco. Is um, they would not have been there without John Smith. Right, I, I have to agree with you on that. I think without a John Smith, we might not have a John Rolfe uh, to cultivate tobacco. To which I mean, yeah, John Smith had a really big impact on the actual survival of the town. I think John Rolfe had more of the success uh, standpoint. There was also a help. It was also possible with the help of the Powhatans. I know John Rolfe married Pocahontas, the Powhatan uh, daughter, um, and he became that became a, a big uh, partnership. So that I think that definitely helped uh, the, the city of Jamestown. Uh, so, although the English did view Jamestown as a temporary joint stock company in which they would make some money and then kind of bounce out, go back home, um, it actually became permanent. So, the Virginia Company uh, was eventually dissolved and Jamestown became a royal colony. So, that's all we really have for you today. Thanks for stopping by. We really like to have you. Thank you for your time. Make sure to tune in for episode two of A Pushing History. Till next time.